Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan is directly across from me and diametrically opposed to almost any reasonable common sense idea that I have. I am so glad today to be out of the tent. Yeah, we took the tent. You finally got vaccinated and now I am able to see your face again. And may I say. You are strikingly handsome. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> Does that cover this month? <laughs> yes, that takes care. It took you half the month to get to it. Yes, so welcome okay, on board, everybody. Great. This is WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. Rob Center is our fabulous producer, more fabulous he could never, ever be. So we're very grateful for him on the other side of the glass. Now we have two producers. Yes, uh, they're doing a beta testing of some videotaping of our... Now, live streaming, it will eventually it, be, yes. It'll be live streaming of the On the Mark show. And you'll get to see us in living color. High uh, def. They're hoping this will make us <laughs> suck less. Okay, <laughs> Let's be frank about this. We'll see. I so don't know. seeing us instead of just hearing us will make us better? <laughs> <laughs> on the Mark is sponsored by, by the, the Sunbury, Sunbury Motor Company. Right. <laughs> Let's just move on. All right. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. We talked about foreign aid, uh, illegal immigration, legal immigration, and uh, the U.S.-Mexico border uh, absolute catastrophic crisis uh, yesterday, to which the Biden administration says we're going to set up some more shelters for kids in the U.S. So I, I guess that is, you know, I keep saying they don't respond at all, but I guess that is a response. I'm not sure it's it's like we keep having all these fires all over town. Well, we'll get some more volunteers to put them out. <laughs> Maybe that's not the solution. But anyway, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.kok.com, and you can text us at 70236. If you're a Text Connect member, just reply to a previous message or start up a new one at 70236. You know, gun control is back in the news again today. I'm sure you're aware of that. You've mm-hmm. seen these stories coming out of Washington. More details now are emerging uh, the day after a 21-year-old identified as the alleged suspect killed 10 people, including a police officer, during a mass shooting at a Boulder, Colorado grocery store this week. The suspect allegedly bought the firearm used in the attack six days earlier and was known by former classmates to be short-tempered and paranoid, according to reports and an arrest affidavit released Tuesday. But somebody pointed out something very interesting to me today, that when the, and this is based on behavior from people that they say are on the left, that when it was six Asian women being shot, that was a hate crime. But when this guy... Right. But this guy, who has a, a, a an Arab-sounding name, he shoots and kills 10 people, and it's the gun's fault. You know, it's hatred when it's people who are of foreign extraction being shot, but when it's white people being shot, it's the gun problem that surfaces. 
Now that I've heard that expressed on a number. That's not my opinion. I've right. heard that Guns expressed are being on a talked number. About. Well, the governor has. It'll be in the news coming up. The governor's talking about that with Josh Shapiro and Ceasefire PA held a news conference yesterday to make sure. Which incidentally was not widely covered. Wasn't it? Now, yeah, whatever that entails, like AP wasn't there, most of the TVs weren't there, it was at the Capitol, so WHTM-TV was there, and they covered it, and they made it available to, I believe they have a cooperative agreement with uh, WBRE, and I believe WBRE carried the package, but not no local reaction or anything like that. But uh, the gun conversation is picking up nationally, uh, in, well, in Harrisburg, and then nationally also. But the media is not carrying as much of it but you're so that that you know just one quick note there the second thing is that the uh, this idea that it's a hate crime against whites did you mention that well they just pointed out the difference in how coverage is handled that when it's six Asian women being shot immediately the media and people on the left jump to the conclusion that it was a hate crime mm-hmm. but when somebody of foreign obvious foreign origin shoots a bunch of white people then it's a gun problem well, it's he, not he's you know, not a US citizen it's a mental health problem i i like what senator john kennedy not from massachusetts but from louisiana had to say he said we don't have a gun problem we have an idiot problem <laughs> And I think there's some truth well, to that. Can't we just ban idiots? Well, you know, I argue this stuff with, with respect to race and everything else that it's it's individual people problems. It's mental health issues. You know, it's 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 people who have the problem. The gun, as I our friend Stan likes to say, you take an AR-15 or whatever and put it in the corner, and it'll sit there all day long, and it'll never go off. It'll never hurt anybody. Until somebody picks it up. It'll never hurt anybody. It'll never commit a hate crime. So. And then I thought the other argument that I heard this morning, you know, they're talking about all these things they want to pass in Washington. Someone asked a very logical question. Which one of these proposals would have prevented this from happening? And there is no answer to that. None of them would have. Mm. And and the guy well, shot with a handgun. Did he not just buy the gun? Right, but it was okay. a handgun. And now Joe Biden and President Biden is talking about let's ban the assault assault weapons again. You know, so how does how does uh, he that had an in? AR? He didn't use it. I thought he used the handgun. Mm, I think he used a five five six AR. Oh, you lost me. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's a caliber. It's I think okay. the, it's, I think it's the moral equivalent of a two twenty three. Stan, <laughs> we couldn't. We might as well just I didn't call know them there up. Were moral equivalents in handguns. <laughs> well, but yeah, two tw- no, yeah, but neither of which are handgun. They're both rifles. They're both AR style rifles. So, but I thought he used um, a handgun in the assault. He said uh, they said he purchased the gun. I assumed it was a handgun. Um, you know. And I have not read too much about this, so I believe it was a rifle. But uh, 1-800-795-9565, we would invite you to call us if you wish to give us some information about what we're trying to discuss here, since neither of us have... You're the gun nut. Well, um, well, I, I know what I'm talking about. I thought, I mean, I know if, if we mention, you know, what an AR is and what a 5.56 is, I heard that that was the caliber. Let's see, COVID numbers. I'm looking on the New York Times. Washington Post. Do, 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 do. Well, we'll go with the Post since it pops right up here. Shooting spur President Biden to tighten gun rules. As much as, well, I mean, to call for that. All right, so there's Stan calling now. President Biden Tuesday calls for tightening the nation's gun laws, plunging him into an impassioned debate. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Background checks. Thank you. That's very illuminating. Uh, well, we, I didn't uh, understand the blah, blah, blah. Uh, well, I'm part. looking for the uh, 556 uh, reference here. So um, do, 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 yeah, that he was using a rifle or not. 
Is that Stan? Um, oh, we're going to get a text here shortly with the good information. Okay. okay. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You are on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hey, this is Kai. How are you today, Mark? Hey, Kai. How you doing? Good. That's not Mark. That's me. <laughs> oh, okay. Not too bad for an old fella. Hey, nice. uh, I have a question concerning your uh, uh, gun, or not a question, but an answer to your gun question. Oh, good. Thank you. It is, it was an AR, uh, the five number that you quoted. Five five six, right? Yes, uh, but it's a Ruger pistol. Okay. Oh, a pistol uh, converted to look like an AR fifteen with a thirty round magazine attached to it. Okay, but it was a pistol. It wasn't a, and everybody should know that AR does not stand for assault rifle. <laughs> if it, AR is the name of the rifle company that first made the AR-15 way back when. Oh, that Armalite company. I think we had talked yeah, about that. Yeah, Armalite Rifle. Or, yeah, I believe that was the name of the company. Or, uh, so, okay. Anyways, that's all I got to say about that. Okay, and, so a, uh, a built-up. Uh, I thank our good mayor. He's a wonderful man, and I'm glad he's our mayor. Well, thank you. Oh, you live in Shemokin Dam. Yes, he does. He's one of our <laughs> yep, you bet I wonderful do. residents. Right up on Snyder Street. Ned Hovenstein <laughs> and his old gang are just a bunch of great people, and I, I praise God that we have them. All right. Well, we have, miss you over at the Kia dealership, just so you know. What's that? We miss you over at the Kia dealership. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I stop in and say hey to the guys once in a while, but... Uh, uh, I don't miss the work. Let's put it that way. I'm enjoying retirement with my three-year-old grandson, and uh, we're getting ready to tear off for Ocean City, Maryland tomorrow for a few days. Well, let me ask you a question since you're not in the business anymore. Austin tells me that the Telluride is the nicest vehicle in the world. Is that true? Awesome. Is awesome it really? Car. And that new K5 Kia that came out to replace the Optima is absolutely gorgeous. My last trip to Ocean City back in September... Uh, a guy parked one right next to me, and and my wife had to pull me away from it. <laughs> All right, well we'll go run over there, and uh, and Ernie's still over there, I hope, right? Yep, big okay. Ernie's still there. Uh, Alfonso, the Fonz, he's back in the uh, business office, and just a, a great group of guys. And I believe they're having pretty much a record-breaking month this month, from what Austin's been telling me. So. You know, they want to see an IKEA, especially in the month of March, because uh, uh, they're going to break some records, I think, this month. Okay. So well, get my... on down to the strip. All right. Sounds super. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for the call, Kai. Appreciate yeah, you it. Betcha. You all have a great day now. You too. Bye. All right. Thank you. Yeah, these uh, individuals can build up a, a, a firearm from a pistol base, put a, instead of just the handle where you hold onto a pistol, they can put a stock on it. And then, of course, the caliber, 5.56, five, would be a pretty unusual pistol caliber, but you can put a bigger receiver on it, you know, and a bigger stock in the front and so on and well, kind of convert it. This guy, I mean, aside from having the gun, which with, with which he killed people, it appears there were no shortage of warning signs that his mental stability really? was called into question. Um, police are still investigating the motive for the attack and say they are collecting statements from the uh, from the shooter. Officials did not provide much information about the suspect, but Boulder County District Attorney Michael Dougherty uh, said he'd lived most of his life in the United States, most of his life. 
His office would not provide additional information when contacted by news outlets. The affidavit describes how one of Alyssa's relatives recalled seeing him playing with a gun she thought looked like a machine gun for about two days prior to the attack. Uh, the relative said he and other family members were upset with Alyssa for playing with the gun in the house and took the gun and believed that by the time of her interview with police on Monday, the gun was back in his room. On a Facebook page purporting to belong to Alyssa, he wrote messages that criticized former President Donald Trump's response to immigration and refugees, allegedly writing, Trump is such a... And a word for a, um, a bad person. phallic symbol, Absolutely. if you will. He also purportedly complained about not having a well, girl. everybody's posted that. <laughs> Half the country has that on their Facebook page. Okay, well, then you know the word. He also purportedly complained about not having a girlfriend and shared wrestling photos. But his, fe- his fellow classmates, his fellow wrestling team members, describe him as paranoid. Mm. You know, so we're talking about okay. banning guns. Let's, let's confiscate people's guns. Let's get rid of these things. But what about mental health issues? What are we doing about them? One of the common sense measures that we talk about that would make us safer is a red flag law where people get to report uh, to a sheriff or some law enforcement agency that they have a concern based on, uh, you know, behaviors that they've seen and that interacts with behaviors that either relate to the purchase of or use of a gun. They can say they can impose a red flag law and say that, you know, this is where, uh, you know, we'd have to look at this. So we'd have to really examine exactly what was going on in his life to get the you know the facts as time goes on. Sometimes the first information that come out isn't always reliable, although these are eyewitness accounts. So, you know, obviously they're not going to change with time. But um, and then see if if maybe his behavior would have coincided with a red flag law. If if they have one, you know, they may already have one in Colorado and nobody used it or, or didn't apply. It could be that it doesn't apply. Also, but it's a, it's a delicate balance between something like that and an individual's rights. You know, let's say I decide that uh, you shouldn't have a gun, and I go to the police and say, I believe Mark Lawrence is unhinged. Some days I wouldn't, that wouldn't be too really far that, from the truth. It's not even a stretch. <laughs> but, you know, so that someone Today comes to your house. Today it's mean-spirited, but tomorrow <laughs> right. it's a So hedge. someone comes to your house and says, listen, we've had a report that, you know, your mental health is in question here. So what happens? Do we drag you out of your house and take you for a mental health evaluation? Do we confiscate your guns on one report that I made that you are mentally unstable? I mean, we how do we balance people's rights, the, sec- the Constitution? You know, Second Amendment, we we have that in firm, hard writing that that's something that you're not supposed to tamper with. It says the right to bear arms shall not be infringed upon. So that's a pretty strong statement. Well... So uh, I I think we're asking great questions here that we'll have to answer. and, And we'll see, you know, public sentiment has not always been for red flag laws because they are pretty onerous. I mean, you, you have a person's discretion that calls. You have a judge's discretion that decides whether they get to keep their firearms or not. I mean, they certainly could even be, you know, so, so out of touch that a mental health agency might say a commitment would be appropriate. So you get a lot of discretion involved in there. It's not a black and white situation. So red flag, I'm just simply saying a red flag law might have in some ways applied there because of his his behavior and what 
what people thought, particularly that the gun, you know, was purchased recently and it was part of his uh, behavior that people saw as a little bit more unusual. We are talking, strangely enough, on WKOK, uh, gun control, as though we haven't much since uh, 2007 when we first signed well, on. It comes this up show. every time there's a mass every shooting. Every time there's a shooting. And we're going to allow a man to tell us about that in a moment. Ted Cruz had exactly that remark yesterday on the floor of the Senate, so we'll play that remark. It's about a minute long, the whole thing. We'll play the whole thing. News media plays the first 12 seconds, but I think the next 20 seconds are even more telling of what the senator's talking about. So that's Ted Cruz. We'll have his remark. You're welcome to join our discussion. Uh, We are talking about the uh, Boulder, Colorado grocery store shooting. Ten individuals dead, and one of them a police officer listed as being a, a heroic responder under those circumstances. Family of seven kids or something? Right. Apparently Five he gave kids. up quite a lucrative job in IT uh, to become a police officer. Okay, so 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and you can text us at 70236. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. And every time there's a shooting, we play this ridiculous theater where this committee gets together and proposes a bunch of laws that would do nothing to stop these murders. Senator from Connecticut just said the folks on the other side of the aisle have no solutions. Well, the senator from Connecticut knows that is false. And he knows that's false because Senator Grassley and I together introduced legislation, grassley Cruz targeted at violent criminals, targeted at felons, targeted at fugitives, targeted at those with serious mental disease, to stop them from getting firearms, to put them in prison when they try to illegally buy guns. What happens in this committee after every mass shooting is Democrats propose taking away guns from law-abiding citizens, because that's their political objective. But what they propose, not only does it not reduce crime, it makes it worse. All right. Well, what's going to happen? Did he go on to explain how it makes it worse, in his opinion? Mm, that's the that's all that's like CBS you. I had. only heard the first ten seconds. That's what people right. were playing this morning. Right. Um, yeah, the rest of it is over in the newsroom. I can go listen. We can go find out what that was uh, shortly afterward. But I think there's uh, it's a re- this is a real opportunity in the U.S. now where you have the House interested in some common sense changes in gun laws that would make us safer. You have the Senate. You have one Republican that could potentially vote for one, and that's Senator Toomey, before he gets out. But I, I don't think it'll be enough to break the filibuster. You know, the NRA still is adamant and hanging, you know, digging in their heels, saying there will be no change 
changes to gun laws in the U.S. now. Well, they've got a problem that's called the Democratic Party in charge of the House, the Senate, and the White House. Well, they're not really in charge of the the Senate. They just have a, a minor lead. They are when Kamala is there. But can they break the filibuster without eight more Republicans? Well, they're talking about, yeah, I think they can break the filibuster. With a, that's oh, what cracks me up. They enact a 51-majority vote that says we're going to require 60 votes on a bill, and then they can change it back to the way it was with a 51-vote majority saying, no, we don't oh, have to have the 60 okay. votes. All right, yeah. That, and that's the rules. It requires a change to the rules of the Senate. Whether or not they'll adopt them is another question. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, you can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. we got lots of emails and texts pending from our immigration discussion, so we will try to get to some of those as the show progresses as well. Joseph, first caller of the morning. Good morning. You are on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yes, good morning, gentlemen. <laughs> yes, I'd like to comment uh, on the guns. Wouldn't it have been nice if in that grocery store, wherever that guy was shooting them people, if a couple of people, someone near there had a sidearm on them, I mean, someone that was in the right mind and knew how to use it, uh, I'm sure that those people who were hiding and running and getting shot would have been <laughs> so overjoyed to have someone there to try to defend them and protect them. And, and that's the thing. If you take away the, the guns from uh, honest, law-abiding citizens, and the criminals have the guns. I've been in Africa, Africa quite a few times, down in Kenya. And the citizens don't have guns. But there are criminals that have guns, and they just walk right in a home. They, they know there's no problem there. And they'll stick you up or shoot you, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. And, and, and that's, that's what happens here. And so all these lies, uh, laws, and they have so many laws on the books anyhow, uh, it's just, it's, it's, <coughs> it's ridiculous. And that's what the government wants to do. They want to take away the guns from the people so the people cannot rise up according to their constitutional rights. Now, don't misunderstand me here. I would not do that because I've got to go along with the government and uh, honor the government. I cannot uh, defy the government. only way I would defy the government if they wanted me to do something that's uh, against the law of Almighty Yahweh. Uh, then I would have to say, no, thank you, okay? But your and, government uh, gives you the right to redress. Uh, protests are part of our democ- democratic process in the U.S., so you could protest because that is really part of not ours. waving a gun, you can't. Well, <laughs> no, that's true, yes. Anyway, even the military. I can, now, I've been in the military. I was in the Army. Of course, I wasn't saved then. That was a different story. I just took a rifle and shot anybody if the government would have told me to. But now that I'm a believer, I could, I could join the Army as a medic or something like that. But uh, I, I have to follow my Savior's leading, and he said, "Love your enemies, go the extra mile, turn the other cheek." But he doesn't he have even, much to uh, say about gun- the guy's ear that the Apostle Peter knocked off when they came to get him to kill him. He doesn't. Savior. He doesn't he have much to say about gun control. What know? does What does he have to say about gun control? Well, that's a, that's our issue. Our issue control, is gun control, which was a weapon back then. And he said, "Put that away. You live by the sword, you die by the sword." Right. Now. Uh, he wasn't advocating law, uh, the government, not to have swords or weapons to do d- different things. And, and that's what people are ignorant of. I'm not saying the military shouldn't uh, depose people like Hitler or Pol Pot or, or uh, Mao Zedong or any of those crazy despots. But that is not the believer's responsibility. We're to pray for them. We're to love our enemies. 
go the extra mile. And even the Savior said, as my father sent me, that's the way I'm sending you guys. And they killed him, and he didn't lift up a finger in his own defense. And he rebuked Peter for trying to defend him. In fact, he called Peter Satan when Peter said, we won't let this happen to you. He said, get behind me, Satan. And so, uh, see, the, the, the disciples didn't really understand why he came and how he came and what he dispatched to those true born-again believers that love him and follow him. All right, but back, we'll back, to, back to gun him. control. Back to yeah, gun right. control. We, we said earlier we weren't going to yeah. get into personal well, testimonies here. Gun control, but back then it was sword control. Okay, we got you. All right, thank you so <laughs> thank much, you. Joseph. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. Yeah, I think my cockamamie idea of mandatory carry would help. I think it would really be a big everybody game changer. Packs. Absolutely everybody. So... And do we require training, or do we just go get the guns? You no, know, just uh, everybody gets a forty-five, a Glock. <laughs> well, now you're really scaring me. And uh, we'll go from there. Bob, go right ahead. You're on the mark. We only have about two minutes left, but you can have it. Okay. Uh, I just want to say Ted Cruz is crazy. He's a crazy Republican. <laughs> All he says is, Democrats are coming for your your guns. No, we're not. Democrats don't want your guns, and I agree with you, Mark. I think everybody needs guns. They need to put a gun in every store, Amen, brother. every place you go to, and if something like that happens, you just shoot them and kill them. Put an end to it real quick. Yep. We don't We don't want to take your guns away. The great everybody has the right to have a gun. Amen. But you, you have tell to be able to do it, you know, in a the right way. So you definitely have to do it the To right hell way. with due process. We just shoot anybody that's doing well, the wrong Well, if you are thing. in grave anybody danger. Anybody that's got a gun out and starting to shoot people, yeah, you shoot them. If you're in grave okay. danger, you are permitted to defend yourself. As long as we don't that's misinterpret that. We misinterpret it with police officers all the time. They believe their lives are in danger. They open fire, and the next thing you know, we're giving $27 million settlements to families who believe that their loved well, ones have been killed inappropriately. You know why? why did that happen? They held the cop had his his no, knee he believed, on the guy's neck and strangled him basically. He, he believed his life was the officers believed their lives were in danger and they acted accordingly. They, they had a gun. He didn't. I don't think. No. Well, he. I, think I don't he think did he it. had a gun. Didn't he have one? No, he was unarmed. Okay, was he unarmed? Okay. I mean, it was over a twenty dollar bill, wasn't it? A phone, phony a fake, fake dollar, dollar bill. bill. Yeah. Well, uh, forget George Floyd. There, the others that where where they actually had a, a weapon and fired at the police or had to possess in their possession a firearm. I'm just saying, That's if someone thinks their life... Being a police officer. Right, but you're saying if you think your life is threatened, you're going to shoot. I'm just saying sometimes that doesn't work out real well for the person who pulls well, the trigger. Well, you don't have to shoot to kill. You can shoot to wound. Well, that, so that's a, assuming you're a good shot. Mark doesn't want you to have any training, so good luck making that in. Well, I want you to have training. I just don't think it should be required. All right. Thank you so much, Bob. Call back if you yeah, need another minute day, to express your good views. Appreciate that. We'll take a quickie break. This is News Radio 1070 WKOK Sun. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. 
Greetings. <laughs> Welcome all aboard WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence, On the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. We've been talking about common sense changes in gun laws that will make us safer. No, yes, it's been six months already <laughs> since our last conversation on this topic. We had Ted Cruz saying, yes, it's a cyclical, theatrical cycle that we go through, and we're back on the, to the... Uh, pre-do-nothing phase. So we will be uh, talking about that today. We invite you to join us. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. And you can text us at 70236. We were so kind uh, to hear from the retired Kai just a moment ago from the Kia dealership, uh, Sunbury Motors Company Kia dealership on routes 11 and 15. He was talking about the Telluride and uh, Consumer Reports. Consumers Union doesn't let you use their ratings in order to endorse or promote vehicles. So I'm going to tell you that I read in a magazine in the waiting room somewhere uh, that the Telluride is the highest rated vehicle in America right now that doesn't cost more than $50,000. Now you can get into uh, some of the Hyundais or even a Lincoln or uh, a uh, the $100,000, what's that car, the electric, the Tesla, and you can get a very high rating from them. But this is a vehicle, the Telluride, that sells for anywhere between, well, there's one over there for $32,000, but I see they have one that is just inching closer to the mid-40s on the price. Uh, it's a three, by definition, it is a three-row mid-size SUV offering seating for up to eight people, but it's not like other SUVs that has this super high profile. It doesn't have rollover tendencies the way some SUVs do, so you're not going to have to worry about that. Eight-speed automatic transition uh, transmission, uh, 391 horsepower, the Telluride, uh, let's see, towing capacity. 50,000 pounds. It is an all-wheel drive SUV. Uh, the big advantage is, of course, it rides like a dream, very quiet, brakes like a dream, and has a, uh, a lot of interior space. It's really all interior. Uh, the only thing that it got any demerits uh, for was uh, that it doesn't have the agility of small sports cars, which, of course, you wouldn't want that. So, yeah, great uh, miles per gallon, averaging 21 miles per gallon for an all-wheel drive SUV. The Kia Telluride, available now at the Sunbury Motor Company Kia dealership on Routes 11 and 15 in Hummelsworth. They would very much uh, love to hear from uh, you there. In the news today, Mifflinburg Area High School will be closed until Monday after five positive COVID-19 cases have been reported. They have thousands and thousands of hours of previous safe study, and in fact, they've quarantined the individuals that brought COVID to school, and they're going to meet again on Monday in the high school. All the rest of the Mifflinburg schools are continuing, and this is the first time Mifflinburg schools have had to close down a school because of positive tests of COVID-19. So congrats to them. Uh, good job for making it all this way, and I hope everybody recovers uh, quickly. Teens are facing some real challenges during the pandemic. A behavioral health specialist at UPMC Susquehanna, Dr. Lindsay Sowers, a psychologist, uh, says uh, social media is helping teens in many, many ways. It's sort of forced all of us to become a little bit more creative about how to be in touch with each other. And so I think with teens in particular, they've been able to use the technology in a way to continue to connect, really helping those individuals to thrive. And she says there are many, many teens who are doing exceedingly well and tend to thrive under almost any circumstances. And she does say for other teens, it can be a little more challenging. She asked us to give out the suicide hotline just in case 
1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. We have that number printed at WKOK.com. State Senate has passed a bill to restart the process of seeking to amend the state constitution to provide a two-year window for victims of childhood sexual abuse to file civil suits in cases where the statute of limitations has run out. During debate, a number of senators voiced support for providing these victims of childhood sexual abuse with a more immediate means to have their day in court, either statutorily or through an emergency constitutional amendment. Among them was Senator Maria Collette. The longer we continue to delay survivors' window for justice, the longer they live in pain. While she feels for the victim, Senate Majority Leader Kim Ward says there's only one way to proceed. But the only way to ensure that you are compensated and that you have peace is to do it through the proper channel, and that is a constitutional amendment. As a proposed constitutional amendment, the legislation must pass both the State House and Senate in two consecutive sessions before being put to the voters. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. And finally, on topic, uh, WHTM TV reporting one day after the mass shooting in Colorado, Governor Tom Wolf and Ceasefire PA held a news conference and offered legislative solutions to address what it calls a public health crisis in Pennsylvania. Quote, in Pennsylvania, we will not tolerate hate, we will not tolerate discrimination, and we will not tolerate gun violence, said the governor. Josh Shapiro, the state attorney general, said, quote, it doesn't have to be this way at the Tree of Life in Pittsburgh, and it certainly doesn't have to be this way at the supermarket in Boulder, and it doesn't have to be this way every single night in the great city of Philadelphia, uh, and unquote. One of the solutions requiring lost or stolen firearms to be reported within 72 hours, Dr. Dorothy Johnson Spaked, a founder of Mothers in Charge, Inc., knows uh, what can happen when a gun gets into the wrong hands after her son was killed in a dispute over a parking space. Another proposal, closing gaps in background checks. And uh, let's see, look another one, look, looking at another one. In a statement, House Republican Caucus spokesman Jason Gottesman says new gun laws would lead to more opportunities for illegal gun use. So, of course, there. Well, you didn't read my it. favorite quote of the day. Oh, please go right uh, ahead. I said, if you're a responsible gun owner, that's fine. But should a 15, 16, 22 year old that shouldn't have a gun have a gun? Well, talk about an obvious answer to the question. Mm-hmm. If they shouldn't have a gun, they shouldn't have a gun. Well, but if they are a well-behaved 15, 16, 22-year-old... Who's going to make that determination? I don't know. Do, and I do love people this. have parents anymore? I love Governor Wolf. In Pennsylvania, we will not tolerate hate. We will not tolerate discrimination. We will not tolerate gun violence. Which of the three is he acting on? He wants to act on the gun violence. What's he doing about hate? And that includes, as far as my opinion, hate against people on the right and the left, not tolerate discrimination. What's he doing about that? All right, 1-800-795-9565. We are going through the human theatrical cycle of discussing common sense changes in gun laws, which we always discuss shortly before we do nothing after a mass shooting. We invite you to participate. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. So you believe it's an exercise in futility. 
Well, we would have let let's look at it this way. This is the sixth time we've gone through the cycle on WKOK on the talk show after a mass shooting. Uh, there's several hundred people that are dead now because of guns that potentially could have been regulated out of the hands of individuals. But is it the and gun that did the has, damage has or the changed? person behind the, the gun? The idiots, that did right. Damage. We have idiots out there. There's no it'd be difficult to dispute that. <laughs> Present company. No, it's just, I have no uh, guns. <laughs> no, just kidding. But uh, the now I lost my train of thought. Um, so I'm. Well, no, you ran I, that one off the rails. I, a long I think time this ago. will be a. Uh, this is just going to be another cycle. You know, even with the president and lots of Republicans in charge in Washington. What's your view on this, folks? Bob gets another minute of his allotted time plus another minute of a callback time. Good morning, sir. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. Why don't we do uh, like. Uh, References like you do for a job interview, you need three references to get a, a gun. Well, you do for a carry permit. You have to have people who aren't your family, right? To give you that, a yeah, that Joe would knows be a that. solution. You know, you need like three references for all guns. You get approved. That's just a, something that came up in my head. So I've got two other nuts who are friends of mine, and I get them to endorse me. <laughs> I was, I was say, well, then, okay, you, yes, you have two two nuts who are Joe's friends, and I happen to know who they are. As a matter of fact, that's strange. But anyway, um, you have them; they endorse you. But then you go to the sheriff, and and uh, that sheriff, he or she, has to weigh the veracity and the authenticity. And do they fingerprint people? Do they check? You know. Their backgrounds that way, or how do they do your background check? I can, check t- I can tell you that when, you, permit, when no. you go to purchase a gun, you have to fill out a questionnaire. And if you lie on that questionnaire, you can and will be arrested. Which is right here. Yes, it asks, have you ever been adjudicated yeah, mentally all the defective? Guns I have basically were given to me as gifts or handed down from my father. So, so you haven't had um, to buy any. I've never actually bought one on my own. I just had them handed down okay, from generation so to generation. You're not and on the, you're not on the registry, Bob. Even use them. You're not on the registry, right. Bob, but what if you go flaky? How do we get you to stop using those guns that you've gotten not through a purchase? So a background check isn't going to do any good with your guns. You've had them for years and someone gave them to you. How do we keep right. you from using those guns well, in, in a bad way? That's the other thing, you know. Is it? You have well, to it trust is the people, other. and you have to trust that the family would tell on you. Okay, Bob, are you an alien illegally in the U.S.? Uh, I came from Czechoslovakia. <laughs> are you in the U.S. legally? Yeah, I was born here in 1966, they told me. <laughs> okay. Have you ever been convicted in any court of a misdemeanor crime of domestic violence? No. Okay. These are just two other questions on the gun uh, form. Uh, Firearms transaction record part one over the counter. Uh, It's called the 1140, I think. And but the question that usually gets them is about whether or not they have a criminal background. Right. Have you been discharged? Uh, Well, anyway. No. (laughs) You had to think about that. I would like to get the, the the permit to carry one with me. I mean, you can go out hunting all the time and. carry your gun in your car all the time when but you're, you're hunting. You're, you've just said that uh, Senator Rubio was a, uh, not Rubio, Senator Cruz, uh, Cruz, Cruz. Was, a, was an insane Republican, and yet you're saying he the is. same... He's saying that, you're you know, saying the, the same things he's saying, Bob. <laughs> you, well, you're, you're saying the same things. <laughs> but he's, he's in uh, Congress. I, I'm, I'm over my minute, so okay. I just had to say that, you know, <laughs> Thank I think you. That you need to have like a, a three-person... 
you know, checkpoint for purchasing guns or something like right. that. Right. Well, yeah, more background help. checks. And, Tighten you know, up the gaps. Uh, sure. As far as ammunition, I mean, you can buy that without even having a. Any? Can you buy that when you're like ten years old? Or do you have to be I like? I think you have to be. I think taking walking in and trying to buy a box of ammo would raise a lot of red flags. Yeah, I, I think you have to be in a grown-up. Okay. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. Yeah, thank you. I'll but there's an, a reason I have an 11-year-old grand, 12-year-old grandson. Maybe I could send him into a store see if he can get some ammo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They have a, a two-box limit here. So please, uh, Sonny, please go in there and you buy two boxes and I'll buy two boxes. All right. Upper right-hand corner, and then we'll get Says, the call gone. Gentlemen, what are you debating this morning, or what you are debating this morning is a moral law. We already have one moral law, and we can't follow that one law. Now, the next issue you try to address: How can we fix? this moral law, and your choice is to either ban guns or confiscate them, or even make less ammunition. We will never fix this moral law with a man-made law. The only way the moral law can be fixed is with a change of heart, and that change can't come from man. So you can add as many man-made laws as you like. We are not going to fix this problem. I'm with Ted Cruz because he knows, as we all should, that guns will sit wherever they are. It will never kill or harm anyone until a human being picks it up. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'll take a quickie break. Uh, we got a caller waiting, but we'll take more comers. Uh, we're doing our, th- uh, we're on day one of our theatrical cycle of... Uh, of uh, Breast beating and hair pulling. Right. <laughs> Common sense changes in gun laws. We'll, we'll ask Senator Toomey to give us a call, as he has done on several occasions during these times. And uh, we would like to hear you give us a call. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565. Call us now. Now Rob is standing by. He's ready to go. So uh, give him a buzz. 1-800-795-9565. One of our our regular correspondents on the program has posted something on Facebook, not directly for us, but he makes a good point. How about some white guy shoots mostly non-white people? It's racism. But a non-white guy shoots mostly white people, then it's a gun control issue. Fake news but real blood. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Dan, thanks for patience. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Hey, good morning, guys. You know, the last two emails you read, Joe, all I can say is amen, keep preaching. But um, when I was in 1958, I wanted to hunt small game, and I didn't own a shotgun. I had 22 and 
such like, but I wanted a shotgun. So, Dad, we were going into Lewisburg, Dad and me, to do some shopping. I said, Dad, I'm going to Dreisbach Hardware, which many people might have heard of, maybe nobody. It was right where the Bucknell Bookstore is now. That was a big hardware. That's where basically you bought guns in that time. I don't remember many gun shops around, but so I went down. Dad said, you pick out the shotgun you like, and I'll come and check it out. Well, I went in, being only about 13, and I found a beautiful double barrel Montgomery Ward shotgun. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't wait for Dad. (laughs) So I had 40 bucks. $40, $40, I bought a beautiful shotgun, and I couldn't wait for him. And here, here I was, a 13-year-old, carrying a double-barrel shotgun down the streets of Lewisburg to find Dad, and nobody looked cross-eyed or thought, what's a 13-year-old doing with a double-barrel shotgun? Was it in a box? No. <laughs> no, it was used. It was a used one. It, you know, I couldn't afford a new one. might have been $100, which was a fortune in the late 50s. Anyway, guy, nobody looked. I knew how to handle it. I didn't point it at people. You know, kept it pointed correctly. Dad was proud that I was able to pick a decent shotgun. But what I'm saying... We didn't have no gun phobia as we have today. A lot of people have gun phobia in the 50s. But what else didn't we have in the 50s? We didn't have God phobia. God was welcome everywhere in the 50s. Even among non believers, they had a respect for the Bible, for truth. And that's the difference. It's a moral climate we're living in. Well, the whole world is different in every single way. That's one of the changes. We didn't have a lot of mass shootings of people in the 1950s Well, we had a lot more domestic abuse. We had a lot more issues within families that were never addressed. I wouldn't even say that. I don't think we had that much. We had domestic abuse, of course, but not like today. The moral decay is terrific today it's terrible what's going on and where it's not going to be addressed in our culture that i can see i don't see no great god revival happening i think we're turning the other way more and more and back then there were displays of the ten commandment on the street in mifflinburg i remember that and and people honored the sacred things. And uh, I had some good friends, that neighbors, and they wanted to see in our church, which was over Dreisbach. This church, has to do with gun control, Hal? <laughs> and and uh, pardon? This has to do with gun, gun control, control, Hal? Uh, well, okay. You have it your way. I, I won't say it then. But anyway... It's a moral 
decay in America, and we can't deny it. That's what I'm saying, and we don't even want to, you know, there's certain part of our country, hey, 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 don't talk about Jesus Christ, don't talk about God. We can't talk about that. There's a certain element in in our country. Yeah, we got all kinds of people of all kinds of faith in schools, so they don't allow you to promulgate any particular religion because, fortunately, schools are a diverse place where everybody thrives. All right, we got you, Dan. Thank you so much. I never talked about any religion, if you remember. Yep, we got you. All right, you're good to go. Okay, you guys have a great one. All right, thank you so much. 1 800 795 If you talk about Jesus, you are talking about a specific religion. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I I got you. Okay. Uh, Good morning, gentlemen. As of this morning, I decided to only follow the science of COVID 19 because I'm very disappointed in the medical field. I've learned everything from the medical field that I need to know about COVID, and it's repetitive and discouraging. And by the way, what happened to the flu count? Did it disappear? I guess so. The medical field doesn't tell us how many people died of the flu. year, and it used to every year. So Alexa will be busy when I hear medical say, I will turn and say, Alexa, mute. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think she means so, Alexa, when so I So what hear, do you know? Uh, send us another email, if you don't mind, and we know you do like to send us emails, so we appreciate that. Um, what do you know? What do you know about COVID-19 that you have learned from the medical field? We had Dr. Dalal on this morning from UPMC Susquehanna, and he is the rock star infectious disease specialist up there, and he said they had a flu case this year. Yeah, the, the flu. There have been stories about how the flu was virtually non-existent. This well, with year. everybody masking and sanitizing and distancing, hands, right? And uh, probably some more people got uh, vaccine more than normally do because they didn't want to risk the potentiality of having back, uh, COVID nineteen plus yeah. flu at the same time. I got my flu shot, but I get it at Target and I get a five dollar gift card. So I was actually paid <laughs> to get my flu shot. Card. Wow, lucky you! All right, I didn't spend it all in one place. You either. didn't pay the real cost <laughs> no. though. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We don't see any new text related to this topic. We're talking about the potentiality for more good common sense changes in gun laws, which would make us safer. When we come back, we're going to talk about Kamala Harris. Her behavior is not precisely the same as... Reprehensible. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was going to say not the same as some of her previous uh, uh, vice presidents has been. They did ask her yesterday if she was ever going to try to force forcefully take over the White House and try to forcefully become uh, president, and she said... Um, not today, <laughs> but um, I have before, and I'm sure I will again. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, we are talking about common sense changes in gun laws that would definitely make us safer, without a doubt. Oh. <laughs> and we haven't found any yet. That's the dilemma. Uh, we do have some gun law changes pending in Washington, D.C. They've made it out of the House. Joe says they could potentially make it out of the Senate. Expanding background checks is one of those. Red flag laws being talked about again because the individual that perpetrated the shooting in Colorado uh, is uh, was uh, visibly struggling in some ways, uh, according to all witnesses. Joe? All right. Prior to 1968, one of our emailers says, we didn't have all these gun laws. You could actually buy firearms out of the Sears catalog, even handguns. We also didn't have these mass shootings. The problem isn't access to guns. Agree with you. 
All right. But is there some way to screen out people who are struggling today with mass shootings? And there were mass shootings in the 60s. We know that to be true. 1-800. talking about the uh, Texas University Tower shooting. Right. That would be one. I'm sure there were others. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Lance has been waiting four minutes and 22 seconds. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Hi. Good morning, guys. Well, you know, they were talking about the guns being a public health hazard, and they, as such, they are to be banned, right? Now, that's 33,000 to 35,000 deaths every year when you consider everybody that ever died from a gunshot wound, including about the 1,500 that are uh, justifiable. Now, uh, you know what I'm going to say next, of course? And you're right, say, yeah. Alcohol is far more dangerous right. to our society than guns are. Right. 105,000. Yeah, but not everybody enjoys shooting, so it doesn't affect everybody if we take away guns, but everybody loves to drink, except you. Uh, yeah, and it's, uh, it really takes a toll, doesn't it? I mean, it, you are 40 times more likely that a drunk driver's going to wipe you out than to die in a mass shooting. But drinking is 40 times more common than gun use. So they're probably about this equally as deadly. If we played with our guns as frequent, if we shot our guns and played with them and took them out in the backyard at target shooting as often as we drank alcohol, a lot more people would get hurt by guns. Do you understand what I'm saying? The yeah, law. I do, but uh, we're talking about in the main, in the sum. Uh, I just uh, <laughs> can't quite grasp that what you're talking about, really. Well, I'm just saying, people like to drink. It's it's very common. Have you seen pictures of Miami well, lately? Gentlemen, you both will have to admit, you can do both safely. You can drink safely. Right, you can shoot guns safely. You know, to try and say there's some correlation between alcohol, none of these mass shootings that I'm aware of have been perpetrated by people who were inebriated. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which ones? Uh, back up. Uh, Oh, goodness, about 10 years oh, ago. Oh, no, I'm talking recently. Well, recently, I'm not aware of them. Okay. Yeah, we only look at the most recent shootings. We really don't have a memory for gun violence. Well, I mean, to say 10 years ago, to use as a defense of your argument that 10 years ago, somebody who had alcohol in their system shot somebody is not a good argument. I mean, mostly what we're seeing today are mental health issues that have very little to do with alcohol that, or even anything to do with alcohol that I'm able to determine. Right. Every year, at least 1,500 murders, now this is for sure, are done in an alcohol-fueled rage. That's five times more people that are killed with AR-15s. But how many of those people would have stabbed somebody if they didn't have a gun available? So, I mean, you know, if someone wants to do bad, is going to do bad. I'm not saying that they were all done with guns. I'm saying they were clubs, they were bricks, they were whatever they had handy. But it, the murder was done that way. That's what I'm saying. Well, I will agree with you. We tried banning alcohol, and it didn't work out real well. <laughs> no, when we try banning guns, it's not going to work out very well either. Fair enough. Hey, All thanks, right. We got you. Thank you so much, Lance. Appreciate that. Uh, we have Stan on the line. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning. Uh, the answer to your question is no. Okay, what was the question? <laughs> There's absolutely positively no change in any gun law at all whatsoever that could make us in any way safer at all whatsoever. Absolutely. There we go. Thank no. you. I'll say it for you. So, now, 
Colorado has everything that they're trying to do. The red flag law, the universal background check, and a whole host of other things. And what happened the other day in Boulder, Colorado? You had some low-life scumbag shot the place up. And what did he kill? He killed all ten white people. Now, the narrative coming across the news was it was a white man shooting up people. Didn't happen. Wasn't happened. So that narrative went away real quick. So we had to divert back to the to the assault weapon, which, you know, is a misnomer. There is no such thing. You know, any weapon is an assault weapon if you want to use it that way. You take a hammer and start whacking somebody, you're assaulting them. So that becomes an assault weapon. Same thing with a screwdriver and an ice pick. True. So... Well, we're not going to refute so, you, Stan. So what are we going to do? This is irrefutable, what you are saying. <laughs> I but, know. But I don't think our leaders think the way you do. So why doesn't the media, uh, since, this was a, since this was a person of some color who committed these crimes, why aren't we talking about this being hate crime against white people? We're talking about the hate uh-uh. crime against Asians, which I really believe was a hate crime committed against women. To be honest with you, I think you can make that argument much more easily. Joe is very sensitive. Yes, I would agree with you on that because the guy had some serious mental issues and he just saw the women as a source of his problems. That if he gets rid of the women, he won't have that problem, which we all know is a pile of horse doo-doo. Yeah, the news media is perpetrating that because it fits their narrative. You know, all white people are bad, all white people are racist. And as far as the government trying to restrict their gun rights. It's not about safety and preventing crime. It's all about control over the people, because a defense, an unarmed society is not a citizen. Uh, you know, the people of our unarmed society are not citizens, they are subjects. And I don't personally want to be a subject. Fair enough. You mean like geography or math? Or no, I'm sorry. No, 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 <laughs> I no. I mean a resist. subject like a royal, I know what you know, you like mean. Uh, a kingdom, a tyrant. Or, or even worse, we're just the plebes, the you know the masses. Well, I don't you, want to be the masses. You don't want to move to Marktopia then, under any circumstances. Oh, there's a lot of guns Absolutely in Marktopia. Absolutely not. I don't always... want to move to China or Venezuela or Russia. <laughs> Marktopia, either country. All right. Anything else, All Stan? Bad. Thank you for calling. No, they're, they're, none of these gun control laws are going to do a thing that they say they will. All they will do is restrict the law by because, as we all know, criminals don't follow a single law on the books. Otherwise, they wouldn't be criminals. Right. Right. Well, they stop at stop signs and so on so they don't get arrested uh, prema- uh, prematur- not prematurely. Not thing. Yeah, right. Okay, isn't it? Okay. All right, we got you, Stan. Thank you so much for calling Thanks, in. Great, Stan. Great to have you on board Thanks. every single day, so we appreciate that. Uh, you got your choice. All of okay. these are on topic, Joe. You can control guns all you want, but the wrong people will get guns when they want them. Those of us that have legal guns and a license to carry are not the problem. And then I don't think if I, I think if they don't withhold current laws, new ones aren't necessary. I think what they mean is if uphold. they enforce, yeah, uphold yeah, current uphold. laws, new ones aren't necessary. Yep, okay? that's right. And then right here, this is the smartest one we ever had. Right. We read this earlier uh, when Mike posted it on Facebook, oh, okay. and I'll read it again since he sent it to us now. How about some white guy shoots mostly non-white people? It's racism, but a non-white guy shoots mostly white people. Then it's a gun control issue. Fake news, but with real blood. All right, start here. All right, what are people saying about our first woman vice president? Why would she want to take over our country? She is a beautiful woman and can only help out, help our uh, country. 
Signed, Bob. All right, and then one more. Of course, a beautiful woman. That's the, <laughs> isn't that a microaggression? We're saying her only value is she's beautiful. It's not uh, ideal. I own multiple firearms, all for sporting or target shooting purposes. I reload my own ammunition. I have a concealed carry permit, and I am on the federal registry. Assault-style weapons and high-capacity magazines need to be banned. As a child, I was taught a firearm is a tool. It has specific purposes. What is the purpose of an assault-style weapon. Signed, Bill from Dewart. Target shooting, collection, fun. Those are the reasons. Oh, protection, so you, home protection, or self-protection. Well, who, were you expecting an invading army? Well, you just never know. All right. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, thank you for the emails. Uh, keep them coming. Joe, I'd like you to look how the text came in from two different individuals. They're stacked accurately. And the second screen here is higher because it came in more recently. Isn't that the strange? Okay, yes, so that is. takes care of that. And Jim has been patiently waiting. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Gentlemen, I did just about the same as Dan from New Berlin. I walked into Hacks Hardware Store when I was 16 years old, bought a Winchester Model 62. What town? 22 rifle for about 50 bucks. Where was then, that? Uh, when I was 18. I bought a 44 Ruger Magnum pistol down at Bomb Sporting Goods store, and uh, I did it. Uh, and I even had a pistol permit when I was 16 years old. I have a concealed weapons permit right now. And did you gentlemen see Hannity last night when Lindsey Graham was on, and he told uh, or said? that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris better get off of their behinds. I'll say it the nice way, but he didn't. And they better not try to tell him that he can't see what's going on down there. But I've had gun permits and guns mm-hmm. since I was about 16 years old. Where Where's Hacks Hardware? Uh, Hacks Hardware is uh, right where CVS is. In Shemokin. Oh, gotcha. Okay. There was a Hackett's Hardware in downtown Sunbury in the middle of the 300 block, I recall. All right. We got you. Thank you so much, Jim. Yeah, this was George Hack. Gotcha. All right. Good to yes, know. Yes, sir. Thank and you, you didn't so much. And you didn't need a permit for those, right? No, sir. And no one asked you anything about your personal behavior or your life circumstances or past criminal activity. They just sold you the gun. It's just like hardware. Just like and they it. gave me ammunition to go with it, <laughs> free of charge. Wow. All right. Well, those were the good old days, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Joe and I agreed with you yesterday on just about everything you said. Well, thanks. I'm glad for the affirmation. <laughs> that was strange. He was wrong on almost every point no, he I made. No, I wasn't. So. Jim and I agree. Thanks, okay. Jim. <laughs> right. Thank you, Jim. Thanks for the call. All right. We got uh, one call being answered. Uh, two are waiting. 1-800-795-9565 is the number. Uh, Mike, you are next up. Thanks for waiting. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Yeah. When I was a little kid, I walked over to town in Williamsport on Pine Street there. There were some five-and-dime stores. I'm not sure exact names. Woolworth or Craigsby's. And in the back... There was a, uh, one of these cardboard barrels with the uh, metal retaining rings, and in it was stacked Swedish Mausers, five bucks. You could just pick <laughs> one up, take it to the cash register, and buy it. And darn it, I wish I had bought every weekly paycheck I had from my paper out and bought all the Swedish Mausers. I could be selling them now for a lot of money. And uh, there was no paperwork, like you said. Uh, there was no uh, people taking the, those guns out in the street and shooting people. So <clears throat> what changed since then? 
Well, the Swedish Mausers are far rarer now, and so they've gone up in price. They're harder to get. Plus, you have to go through background checks. I think and, what, and so in answer to your oh, question, oh, you mean in society? Right, I'm in society. Sorry. In answer to your yeah, question, yeah. I think that we have we have lost our focus. We have focused on the symptom, not the cause. The cause is mental illness, mental aberration. People do things that they know are wrong, mental, or they should know are wrong. Break. Right, and and that you know, I. I uh, Dan and some of our other callers put it on a religious basis, but you know you don't need to be a religious person to understand the difference between right and wrong. And taking someone else's life is just inherently wrong unless your life is being threatened by that person. Under every circumstance, right? I mean, that do- doesn't would, matter whether you go to church or not to believe that. Would, would you mind if I'm not contradicting contradicting you? But I, I believe there's actually more to it at, at play here. I think that people, human beings, are being preyed upon. And, and when I say that, I'm talking about the media, the way they try to make people victims and use the narrative to support their political means. Like your callers that quickly pointed out, hey, we had a non-colored or a, a, a colored guy, you want to call him colored brown or whatever they call, uh, whatever the correct political correct name is, shoot up a bunch of white people. And then they had to change the narrative. It was about the gun instead of the attack. Now, as far as uh, George is concerned, there were uh, two people that weren't white that were killed in there, but there were six Asians. And the media has gone full bore into turning this into uh, an anti-Asian thing. And I'm telling you, it has results. I have a little bit of inside knowledge with the Asian community, and and it's my understanding that some of the younger Asians here in the United States that have their parents are sending them back to the homeland, especially Korea, to get them out of the United States because they're worried about a threat. Now, let's face it. The, the probably, I mean, anything can happen. That's one thing I learned in life. Anything can happen, but the probability, if you're an Asian, of being attacked is, is you know, much smaller than getting killed in a car accident this afternoon when you're driving to pick up your kid at school. But the media has people in such a frenzy that they're uprooting their lives to send their parents back to South Korea. Now, you you try to tell me that the media doesn't have some hand in what's going on with our society. And you look back over the riots last summer when Nancy Pelosi said, people are going to do what they're going to do. Kamala Harris said, these protests, quote, riots, aren't going to stop. They're going to continue, and they're going to continue. So she was just giving the blessing. You know, so the media has a lot to say on what happens in this society, and the politicians that use the media to invite us in the group are as much as responsible as anybody else. And that's what I have to say. What should the media be focusing on, if if not what has always been an issue in the background, and that's uh, attacks and discrimination related to Asian Americans? That time would have been better spent covering what? Okay, one, one thing. Right now, and again, I, I'm not trying to change the subject, but I'm trying to say something that I know something about. Now, as far as taxing the rich, that's where we're headed right now. We want to make the rich pay their fair share. Well, the reality is, if you look at the United States over history, since we've had the tax code, they've had very high marginal rates at times for the rich. But with those high marginal rates came write-offs, exceptions, and businesses to be able to shelter money so that over time, even when we had the very high rates for the wealthy, they were paying the same effective tax rate 
on a dollar. All right, so that would have been a better to- that would have been a better topic. I got it. Just issues related to that that big that is a big conversation in the U.S. right now. All right, we got you, Mike. Thank you so much. Yeah, nice, Mike. R- really appreciate the call. Take care. One eight hundred seven nine five. Oh, no more calls today. We got uh, sufficient number waiting. But uh, write this down. You'll need it tomorrow. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Marco. We are talking about, uh, strangely enough, we've only discussed this dozens of times, uh, to no avail, common sense changes in gun laws that would make us safer. What's your view on this, Al? You're on the mark. Yeah, good morning. Uh, there are some safety uh, things in line, like if you uh, have a, a protection from abuse order put on somebody, they're supposed to take their weapons, or they really don't, or they not really. They really don't take them, but you have to give them to another family member that promises to keep them away from you until the uh, protection from abuse order is lifted, usually in six months or whatever the. the we have to turn them over. Didn't they change that? I thought right. you had to turn them over to a sheriff. Yep, we have to turn them over to law enforcement now. Right. Okay, maybe you do now, but uh, in some cases it was you had to turn them over to a family member or lock them up somewhere, put them in storage. They they took them away from you, basically, but you still owned them. But they just uh, will give them back after after that danger period is over because obviously you came into um, a dispute and violence could erupt from something like that. So that was just to ward it off. And um, I remember when I was in school, we had all kind of gun safety courses, gun clubs, and it wasn't a big deal. I mean, everybody... Well, there was a rifle club. Everybody the took gun the club. classes. Everybody got a chance to shoot guns, and we weren't afraid of them. We were learned about them, and, and we learned a lot of the do's and don'ts and gun responsibility, and, and it was uh, taught to us as a tool, really. And it, I believe it keeps people safe. I mean, it, like they always say, a good guy with a gun is going to stop a bad guy with the gun. And every time, every time. Well, the uh, yeah, Shikolami had a rifle club. I remember that. I think it was gone by the time I got to school in the seventies. But there right, was a rifle club also, earlier. Um, if you joined the Scouts, there was a badge that you had a. Uh, there was another course you had to take. And if you wanted to go hunting, that was mandatory course. Uh, so they they taught responsibility right off the bat with your guns, 
And you're not going to keep the guns out of people that have bad intent. They're going to find a gun somewhere, even if they have to steal it or pounce on some old guy or something that they know have guns. They'll get a gun. All right. No argument there, but, I mean, the simple fact is people with training, that's wonderful. But a lot of these people who do bad stuff, it's not their training that's at issue. It's their mental health. Got to stop you there, Al. Thank you so much for calling in. Glad to hear from you again. You've been quiet for two days. It's just not right. We need to hear from you. Uh, Chris, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Well, uh, I hope you remember your answer about what the, why you, you would own an assault wep- weapon. Protection, collection, fun use, fun, <laughs> fun. Yeah, see, that, that's the same things you can answer about. Why should you own a tank? <laughs> Do you have to go through a background check to get a fireable tank? <laughs> now, uh, what I really called about though was Sidney Powell. You remember who she was? Of course. Yeah, the uh, crackpot lawyer that the president yes, had. Yes, it's in the defamation suit brought by the voting machine company. Mm-hmm. 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 And she made her uh, a defense of her remarks against the, the defamation charge. And the defense was that the, the, the statements were so outlandish and nonsensical that nobody could possibly believe them. No reasonable person could possibly believe them. And since so many of you... The people here uh, on your show called up and repeated them and believed them. Uh, think what she's saying about your callers. <laughs> it's not good, but we are not c- c- named in the suit, so so far so good. Yeah, yeah, no, you're not named, and uh, it, you wouldn't be responsible for it anyway. But I just thought people would like to know that they are uh, the the lawyer who uh, hoodwinks them is calling them unreasonable and 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 that no they their judgment is lacking. Let's put it that way. All right, we got you. Thank you so much. I expect them to all come up, call up, and say how right I am, how sorry they are that they believe such stuff. (laughs) They're dialing even as we speak. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be all on the phone all over. I think she's just covering her posterior, (laughs) which she certainly has every right to do. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for thanks for calling. Well. Tomorrow. Another day, another dollar. Tomorrow. Uh, it's Thursday, Thursday, the last day on Joe McGranahan's Retirement Shortened Week. And we will have John Gordner calling us at 8.32 a.m. We'll talk about legislative topics in Harrisburg. So, And the governor's uh, latest gun control proposals. Well, yeah, we can ask about that. And there's a lot of other things pending. This is WKOK Sunbury.